Welcome to High Vibin' It with your hosts, Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. Are you ready to make the most of your life, manifesting your inner desires while living a more aligned, inspired life? Start here. Now, here's Kelsey and Lindsay. Hey guys, Kelsey Ayeta here. Welcome to High Vibe in It, the place where we help you live your most aligned, inspired, and fulfilling life. So this week we have a very special guest, Miss um, Kelsey Lowe. So it's going to be kind of confusing because we are both named Kelsey, which is hilarious because we have very similar missions and we do very similar work, which I feel like is part of the reason why our, our name carries like a similar vibration, <laughs> which is just awesome. But we'll introduce you to Kelsey in a sec. But first, I want to talk a little about a little bit about myself and Lindsay in case you're new here. Um, I'm basically somebody who helps people to own their power and win at life. More specifically, I teach a lot about utilizing the law of attraction, manifesting your desires, becoming a match to them, and also a lot about self-love because I found that's the fastest, most potent way to attract what you want. And not only that, but just to feel better and live a more aligned life. Um, Lindsay here, my co-host, is a very beautiful hypnotherapist and success mindset coach. So she helps people align their thoughts and get their subconscious on board with what they want because that's where a lot of your manifesting power is and we don't always know how to tap into that and um, hypnosis is a great tool to do that so she helps people that way I help people this way and Miss Kelsey Lowe is very similar to me Kelsey why don't you tell everyone what you do yeah, definitely. Well, first, I'm really happy to be here with you guys. So thanks for inviting me to join the party. Yeah. Um, I am a self-love and empowerment coach. So I primarily work with women in really activating that inner child confidence. Um, I have a podcast as well, Joyfully You. And that's really like where it started of this conversation around empowerment and sh kind of shedding some of those layers of protection that we've created over the years, especially for the sensitive souls out there. And something I really like um, connect well with because I am sensitive as well. And so it's like all those senses of seeing, tasting, smelling, touching, experiencing, um, it, it really all could contribute to creating joy and creating happiness. And so that's what I, that's what I empower people to do is to create their own joy, create their own happiness instead of needing it from other people or from other things. Yeah, that's great. And I wanted to say that if you guys are interested, if you like today's conversation, Kelsey and I just, she just had me on her show not that long ago, um, maybe like within the last couple months and it's called Joyfully You. So go on to iTunes, subscribe, check it out. It's really cool. And the hilarious thing is I met Kelsey the same exact way that I met Lindsay, even though I met Lindsay a couple years ago and I met Kelsey maybe like one or two years ago, um, they both had reached out to me as like, having me as an influencer on one of their online summits where they interviewed a bunch of like spiritual teachers about whatever the topic was. And so look at us all here now, the small world, <laughs> very small world. Um, and I was just telling Kelsey Lowe before the show that she actually, we have so many mutual friends on Facebook in common because she is from my husband's hometown. And so she has associates and acquaintances and friends that I know very well. And I never, ever, ever knew that. Are you still in Visalia right now? Yeah, currently recording from Visalia, California. <laughs> really quickly, though, I want to talk about, before we like dive into the topic of today's show, I want to talk about the thing, what is it called? Visalia Talks? 
Tell yeah. me about that because I've never heard of it and it sounds like my jam. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so Visalia Toxin Wine was created. Honestly, when I, I left Visalia and I moved back, if anyone who's come from somewhat of a small town, there's stigmas around it, around coming back. And when I came back, I'm just on this like empowerment, self-love kick. And mm -hmm. everyone around me is like, so are you sad you have to come back? I'm like, this was an empowered decision. And yeah. so I noticed how much self-esteem was being affected by simply where we live. And so my goal was to create empowerment and community right where we are, because I know that if people are proud of events in their town, they're proud of where they're from, and that ends up translating to self-love. So that's the behind the scenes mission. On the front end, what it is, it's, it's similar to TED Talks, but with wine and networking, and I give appetizers, everyone kind of dresses up. Um, it's a quarterly event. So the next one is January 30th for anyone that's in Visalia or in the surrounding areas. I've had people yeah. travel from all over California to come. Um, it is such an amazing event. And because most of my people I work with are women, it attracts mainly women, you know, um, I would say about 80 to 90% of the audience that comes, but being in a room with a hundred to 175 people that are all there with the intention to grow spiritually, yes. intellectually, it, it is the, the, it's a high vibe. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like such a potent energy, isn't it? To be in a room with people that, you know, get you and that you you understand and it's that mutual like oh yeah hey i know you it's just uh -huh. such a good feeling that is so cool i love that you do that and i i, I was snooping you a little bit because i needed to know about you and i actually had to write your bio for the show description and so i was like let's see where i can find more out about her and i stumbled very quickly over this visalia talks uh situation and it's oh, amazing it's so cool um, so I had to ask you about that, but it's funny that you say coming from a small town because my husband calls Visalia a small town and it's really cute because you guys have like how many thousands of people, but it's very rural, you know, it's very like, um, it's, it's a very big farming community, but I'm from like a small, my, my place has like 3000 people in it. And you can <laughs> see if you Google map it, it's like two by two inches of just the road where the city center is and the roads and then everything. And then that's it. And it's like roads leading out and it's so hilarious, but we, I can't imagine ever like having something like that going back to my hometown and see and like expecting people to be on the same wavelength because you're absolutely right. There's a certain mindset of coming from a small town. That's a little bit, maybe at least in my experience, a little bit more, traditional or some might say close-minded just because they know what they know and they don't necessarily feel the need to venture outside of that. So when somebody comes back, that's all like, I've been on this journey and I'm enlightened and I know who I am and I'm so empowered. And then going back to this, they're like, what? Do you want cheese fries? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, let's just get back to normal. So I just think that's really cool. And I had to bring that up. If you guys are in California or in Visalia or around Visalia, please go check it out because... I would love to do that, but I'm a little bit farther away at this point. And I don't know when we're going back to Visalia, actually. Um, but it would be nice to check out for sure. Yeah. Anyway, nice. so, so let's talk about what we're talking thanks. about today. <laughs> let's talk about resolutions. I think it's perfect timing. Obviously, it's, the, it's New Year's Eve Eve, and hopefully everybody had a great holiday and a great uh, merry, happy, whatever you celebrate. <laughs> Um, and now we're looking to, to like the future. We're looking to the next decade, I guess. It has a different energy to it. It has more of a weight to it because we are stepping into 2020, which is the start of a new chapter, a new era. So it's not, to me at least, it doesn't feel like a regular new year. It feels so much bigger than that. So it's so 
perfect to have you on today to talk about how we can make those intentions and resolutions um, as impactful as they feel coming into it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I think I, I, I felt it almost this kind of like hesitance because like, oh, whoa, this yeah. is big. This is big. And it's kind of like the moment we start to say something's big and is serious, it starts to suck the fun out of it because all of a sudden it's like, now we need to be serious. Absolutely. Now we need to be real about our goals. And for me, uh, it doesn't drive well. Like Absolutely. I have to keep things lighthearted and not make them serious, even though, you know, of course it's serious. There's real things on the line, whatever, whatever. There's bills, there's that. But at the end of the day, I have more of like aims of directions I want to go of what I want the picture of my life to be like more than specific goals. And I'm all about the specifics because I know the power of goal setting. I, I stand by that. But with the current energy that I've been in lately and like kind of what I've been noticing with the collective, um, it's it is, it is bringing in more of that balance of that structure, right? So we know where we're going and where we are but really infusing it with fun, infusing it with pleasure, infusing it with things that light up our senses that make us feel connected to those moments. Um, that's really my intention going into 2020. Absolutely. And I love that you say that. It has to feel, me and Kelsey talk about this, all, Kelsey, Aida, we talk about this <laughs> all the time on our show is that you have to keep the moment in order to keep the momentum it has to feel good and once it stops feeling good it's not sustainable anymore mm. um, and it doesn't necessarily have the legs to take you to the finish line so um i guess that's where we should start like how do we create intentions and resolutions that will fuel that joy to the end you know or to the to the finish line i guess to the goal achievement i want to really like keep this conversation very personal so instead of like kelsey low answering from like a place of like teacher I want you to answer from a place of like person like for you personally yeah. what's the first thing you do to like set your new year's intentions and like what's like step one like when you're like okay I want this next year like what kind of like inspired action do you take hmm. do you make a list do you meditate like uh definitely meditate like for me I'm not like over. I'm not gonna lie. Over this past couple of weeks, it's been a roller coaster. I did a solo trip to Mexico, which I just felt happiness, joy, and love like pouring out of every single pore of my body. To where I didn't realize the capacity I had for joy and happiness until it stretched, and I was feeling it even more. And it almost creates the contrast of realizing how I was happy before, but not hundred percent feeling alive. And in order, like I realized that once I was in Mexico. And so then coming back, I've kind of been under the weather and I think it's probably been like an energetic hangover of being absolutely and realizing. So like, since coming back, I've realized that, um, I'm feeling called to be on the road to backpack next year. So I'm in the process right now. I put in the 30 day notice in my house. I'm selling my car. I'm getting rid of 90% of my belongings and I'm going to be working remotely from hostels, doing different jobs, teaching what? meditations. So I'm going to be in Mexico. And so for me, thinking about this next year, I have been in complete destruction mode this past month in order to create this new birthing. And I'm feeling it energy. I'm feeling it on everything. Like, I'm mm -hmm. like, I, yesterday I got so sick and I was purging, purging, like throwing up. And I knew yeah. I'm like, okay, this is so much more than just health because I'm literally getting rid of things energetically in my system physically. So, uh, 
Yeah, my approach to it has been a lot different. It's been it's been a lot of release. A lot of release. Yeah, you have to make space for the new stuff that you want, which is such like the end of the year is such a good time to do that. Like where can I create more room for what I actually desire to experience? Um, because it works like a vacuum, right? So when you make that space in your life, it has to be filled with something. The universe loves filling spaces. Like if you have an empty cabinet in your house, like how long is that shit going to stay empty? Not very long because you're yeah. probably going to find stuff to fill it with. <laughs> Every time I clean my counters, that happens. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but it's a metaphor for life. <laughs> yes. So I think I think a really great thing that you said was you allowed – well, not in so many words, but you did say that you allowed yourself the space to listen inward, oh right? If you hadn't gone and taken that pilgrimage, I don't know what the word is, but it if you hadn't like gone, pilgrimage. yeah, and you hadn't like allowed that space to tune inward and to just kind of listen, you wouldn't necessarily be where you're at now. And I think that that's so important to listen to yourself. If you have something in your mind that you're like, yes, this is my intention. This is my resolution. I would really take a second and listen. And see if that, where that resolution and that intention is coming from and b- try to make sure that it's coming from a place of empowerment, like you said. Like a lot of people will go to like, I want to lose weight or I want to be better at exercising or whatever. It, just make sure it's coming from an empowered space and not from like, I have to do this because that I think is part of why things don't have the legs to carry you forward because they're not coming from a place of joy. They're not coming from a place of empowerment. Whereas what yes. you're saying completely is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we really need to speak to the importance of questioning the intention behind your intentions. Mm-hmm. So every time you make an intention and write it down or whatever, you make your list of goals, like why? What's my yeah. intention for making this intention? Am I making the intention to lose weight because I hate my body? That's right. not empowered. Am I making the intention to make more money because I just want to show off to my family because they disowned me at a young age and now I'm like, fuck you, look at what I've created? Not an empowered intention. Right. Um, you have to really go in and question everything and is this truly in alignment for me or am I doing it from a low vibrational state? And if you are doing it from a low vibrational state, like don't judge yourself, just work with the vibration before you get to the goal. Exactly. Real quick, before we go any further, because this is going to get really juicy in a second, I want to talk about the first sponsor um, of the show, which is Native, which is a safe, simple, and effective uh, well company that creates safe, simple, and effective products that people use in the bathroom every single day. Um, these products, and this deodorant in particular, has really safe products. It is aluminum-free, and it's safe and effective, which is what I really love about it, is that it actually works. I've used a lot of them in the past that don't work, and this one's amazing. They have amazing scents. They have really, really great, uh, what Kelsey would call flavors sometimes, (laughs) of deodorants that I'm... (laughs) Okay, I didn't hear what that was. I didn't hear what she said, but I, I got lavender and rose and I know Kelsey got eucalyptus and mint. They have really, really, really great scents, coconut vanilla. They also have unscented. If you guys just aren't down with the scented version, they have, um, an unscented and baking soda free formulas for those with sensitivities. They offer free returns and exchanges in the USA and it's literally no risk to try this. It's really, really great product to do. And if you guys want to try it, you get 20% off your first purchase if you go to nativedeodorant.com with the promo code VIBIN. Once again, that is nativedeodorant.com with the promo code VIBIN during checkout and you get 20% off your first purchase. Kelsey, are you back? Yep. 
Don't know okay, what happened, <laughs> but I'm back. Here we are. Here she is. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, so we love native. Moral of the story. <laughs> I use eucalyptus and mint, like Lindsay said, and I smell delicious all the time. So if you also want to smell delicious all the time, then you should check it out by using our code Vibin. Yes. Kelsey, have you ever tried native? Yeah, I actually just got it like two days ago and tried it. So it's just the irony. Of you How funny is that? I'm like, wish I had the discount code before. But for the oh, time, girlfriend, I would have given it to you if I had known. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just got some. Yeah, I've used a lot of different natural deodorants and man. It's so good, right? It's so, Native's really good. I've had a lot of them, but I'm just like, I thought this was really good. But if people are like, oh, you smell like a hippie. I'm like, okay, deodorant's exactly. not working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has to actually keep you dry or, you know, dry-ish. But it also has to keep you from smelling, as you say, like a hippie. And I Native definitely does both of those things, which is why I love it. <laughs> That's funny. What perfect divine timing, per usual. Okay, let's get back to the juice. Yeah. So yes, we were talking about, what were we so obsessed about before? Kelsey, so, I, Lindsay, something that you said that just like was like ding, 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 exactly so is when you said that like I went within and had to question myself as to like, well, what is it that I'm wanting? And I'm not kidding you. Like I thought I was going to be moving to San Diego. I thought mm-hmm. I had all these other plans. Like I, I, I kind of mentally prepared for that, but I did like meditations where I knew like, no, it, not yet, not yet. Yeah. And then I felt the call to go to Mexico. And honestly, I had everyone, I booked the trip three weeks before I had everyone around me being like, what's the point? Why didn't you invite anyone? I'm like, I don't know, but I just feel this calling to do this trip. And why, And I know the reason now I was called to do it was to be reminded of what is available to me and what sets my soul on fire, even when yeah. it doesn't really make sense from any traditional standpoint. Yep. So being able to go in and like, that's something that, so if we ask the questions, we'll get the answers, but meditation is when we get the answers. So yeah. that's like... And just following the urges and whispers, even if it makes no fucking sense. And, Dude. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I allowed to? No, no. You, you absolutely are yeah, allowed to. We always it. do. But okay. I, I cannot. Uh, everything you're describing is exactly how I felt when I decided to move to California, to Los Angeles from Michigan. Everyone was <laughs> like, what are you thinking? And I'm like, I have no idea. I honestly don't know. But I, I promise you, I would not be doing the work I'm doing now, I would not, I would for sure not have the family that I have now, but even more importantly, you know, from a career standpoint, I wouldn't have gotten into hypnotherapy. Fun fact, I actually applied for the distance program in Michigan, never followed through. I forgot that fact until I moved to California, did the training, worked at the Institute that I trained at and saw my name in the search bar. Cause of course everyone searches themselves. And I searched my name in the database and I was like in 2005 or six or something crazy. I applied for the distance program, never, ever even opened the email that they sent me. It took me, and I guarantee you it was my soul, like, okay, well, you got to just go, just go there. And I ended up going to the actual institute that was down the street from where I was living at the time. It was just such divine timing and such divine intervention that I, I can't explain it any other way, but it was that urge, you know, it was just that, like, you have to do this. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. Trusted. And that's where I think is when the hang up comes with most people and where I look back in the past where I have had hung ups, hang ups. And it's because the trust, all of a sudden, a doubt comes in and the doubt becomes stronger. Yeah. That, that that belief in the serendipity, that belief in alignment, that belief in, yeah. 
and deliberate creation, you know? And so keeping the trust is when everything unfolds, even when it's so fucking uncomfortable in the meantime, right? Yes. Waiting periods. (laughs) Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, and I want to rewind even before we get to the trust part because I'm hearing this objective in the collective right now as we're having this conversation. And a lot of people are saying, well, I don't even notice those nudges. I don't even hear what it's telling me. I'm not getting these pings coming to me. And that's because that just means that your nervous system is on overload. So literally your central nervous system in your body physiologically, if it is not relaxed enough, if it's too overstimulated, you're not going to pick up on these inspirations. They're going to be too quiet amongst all the noise, right? Mm -hmm. So your first job, if you're one of those people who's saying, I don't even get these um, urges that I'm supposed to be trusting. I can't even hear them. Your first thing to do would be to relax your nervous system. So whatever that means for you, if you need to slow down and go on walks every day, if you need to eat slower, if you need to meditate every day, if you need to take more naps, if you need to get a less stressful job, like this requires that you're going to have to change your lifestyle probably. Yeah. If you nothing want changes to if nothing relax. Changes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that even before you can trust, you have to be able to hear which, has everything to do with your nervous system. So take good care. Yeah, I absolutely agree that there are people that don't hear it. But I also know there are people listening to this right now that have felt what we are describing right now. And they're like, oh, I guess that's what that was. Mm -hmm. So I would ask yourself, you know, if you're listening, have you, when has been a time in your life where you have felt something that didn't, didn't make sense necessarily. And that seemed really bizarre, but just felt like you were pulled to do it. I do feel like if you suppress it, hard enough and long enough, it will fade away. For me, I just didn't want to do that. And I know Kelsey, for you, it was one of those things where you just couldn't do it. You just didn't want to do it. We are powerful beings. We could do it if we wanted to. We could suppress it if we want to, but it becomes, like you said, a trusting, a faith, a, you know, I'm going to follow through with this, even if it doesn't make sense because it makes me feel joy in the moment. Like moving to California excited me, terrified me, but it also excited me. And I was like, that's how I know there's the, the good feeling and the anticipation of what I would find there overpowered the fear. And that's, I think what you need to pay attention to without suppressing it too much. (laughs) Let's talk about fear because I feel like that's a big part of the conversation that gets overlooked. And I think the common approach or teaching is to just like, fuck your fear. You don't need that shit. Like go forward anyway, despite of your fear, like just bulldoze. And I don't necessarily feel like that's the most integrated approach. I have my ways of dealing with fear, but I'd be interested to hear Kelsey Lowe's. So when you had this fear coming up, um, how did you treat it? How did you handle it? Well, fear of staying in California seems scarier than going to Mexico. I've had zero resistance since making the decision to move to Mexico. And that's how I know it's an aligned decision. Nice. But the fear, but I always, am, I'm always checking myself because I am, I act on impulse. I know that about myself because I check in with my intuition. I'm not like, a, I'll plan to an extent, but I'm always questioning, is this fear or is this love? Is this fear or is this love? Because it's really easy to get them tangled up. Mm-hmm. Because we think, oh, out of fear, I should go do this in case I don't have that. Well, that's not an empowered decision, you know, if it's out of lack. Yeah. Um, but a way that I check in with myself is checking in. I, I, do, I use meditation and I ask a question like, is this rooted in fear or is this rooted in love? Another way of looking at it is, is this rooted out of a belief that there's always enough or is this rooted 
from a belief that there's not enough. And I sit with it and I, and I, and I feel into my body of, does this feel expansive or does this feel constricting? Yeah. And I'm very open about my fear too. Like I'm, I almost canceled one of the recent Visalia talks and wine because I just didn't want to do it. Actually, I did a, I did a, a tarot reading with you, Kels. Yep. She was just about to cancel. She was like, girl, hook it yeah. up. I need some cards. Let's get some guidance in here. And yeah, we did a reading. Was, mm-hmm. Then you felt better. <laughs> well, yeah, because it was, it was, I seeked answers. I, I sought after whatever the <laughs> is. I sought after answers. And so I found them, you know? And so I think that's the thing too, is you have to be willing to be with yourself through those uncomfortable, unknowing times and be willing to find the answers. I think what most people do is they just want to hurry to make a decision because the state of indecision is so uncomfortable that they decide from fear. Like anytime you feel it, like if you're listening and you feel like there's a decision you need to make and it feels like a policeman at the door, it's not your intuition. It's yeah. fear. Yeah. Intuition never comes in pounding. Intuition is like a soft whisper of empowerment saying, you might find a lot of joy if you try this. Yes. And then it's gone. And it's up to us to lean into, ooh, would that feel good? Am I, and this is the conversation I had to have with myself. Am I willing to give myself something that is so purely joy and happiness? And, and that's when it comes down to self-love of saying, yes, I deserve to have this just because I am aware that this brings me joy. I don't need to understand all the elements. Yeah. And as long as we release the need to be understood or the need to understand all of it, um, then we experience that liberation that we hear people talk about, that liberation that is available to all of us. Like that's when we start to create that heaven on earth experience. But there's going to always be that yin and yang, the heaven and the hell experience. Like the weeks leading up to Mexico, I was questioning everything because I was like, oh, why am I? Because, you know, I let spirit take over. I made the decision and then fear starts to intertangle. And so it's a dance. It's a dance. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, why am I doing this? Oh, why do I feel the need for my friends to understand? Because they're feeling offended that I'm going to Mexico without them. Yeah. And I have to be okay with other people not understanding but me giving myself permission to feel the love that the universe wants to pour into me. And the only, and like how Kelsey Aida was saying that if you don't feel any of those pings or those intuitive nudges, or those downloads, you're not making space for them. And so mm-hmm. just sit down with the, with, with the intention, sit down and just plan one hour, 20 minutes meditation, 30 minutes journaling, just dedicate one hour to yourself. Don't think about every day or every week or the whole fucking year, just one hour day and bring a question and connect with source, connect with whatever that spiritual guidance is that you believe in. Because if you seek answers, you will find them, but you might not find them in the moment. Cause that's the whole thing is like yes. the whole part. You can't be like, all right, God, it, give it to me. <laughs> God's going to be like, I will give it to you when you're ready. And most yeah. of the time it'll be like, you're cleaning your dishes or you're going for a hike. The moment you stop, yeah. that's when answers open up. I had a, a little stroke of genius the other day. And I think it can be applied to this, but my son is seven and he was like, oh, he gets so frustrated when he forgets what he was going to say. I don't remember what I was going to say. I cannot remember. And I was like, look, look at it this way. Your whatever you were going to say when you forget it, it's like, you know how when you meet a dog for the first time and you put your hand out and it kind of goes away, the more you try to go towards it, it's going to shy away. But the second that you just distract yourself, that dog's going to come back and it's going to be sniffing you and it's going to want to know what's up. And he's like, okay. And I was like, just stop thinking about it for a minute. 
And I know like when I just tell him to stop thinking about it, that wasn't working. So I was like, look at it this way. It's, it's an animal that needs to get closer to you and it needs to feel safe to come back. So once you stop thinking about it, and I think that that's the same, we can't make all the rules. We can't decide what we want and decide that when we're going to have it and decide when we're going to get the divine signal that we want. It's going to happen when, like you said, when you turn it off, when you kind of distract yourself, when you're in that open space of daydreamy, I guess. Like when I'm taking a shower, that's when all of my inspiration and all of my amazing ideas come is when I'm just like not thinking about anything. And I think that that is, that's, that's what we need to do. We need to allow the time to put the screen away, get out of our, get out of our phone, get out of social media, get off the TV, go do the dishes, go clean something. (laughs) It's going to come, you know, because you're allowing the space for it to do that. And definitely. Uh Uh Oh, that, She's an alien. Let's try again. Else? <laughs> I know it's probably so smart and so genius too, and it's just coming through crazy. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you. I can hear you. Uh, okay. What I was going to say is <laughs> when you are making. Oh, this is going to be fun. Kelsey. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here she goes. Kelsey Lowe, you say something smart now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Open the space for divine uh, nudges yeah. and inspiration. And I was going to actually say, um, what would you say to people? Because as you said, if you feel like it's the policeman knocking at the door, then it's not your intuition, which I 100% get on board with and agree with. What would you say to somebody who feels like they have to make a resolution or they have to make a 2020? Because we just said this is an important, de- you know, beginning of a decade. This is an important new year, more important maybe than some of the other ones. What it, what What is that f- going to okay. do to you if you feel like you have to make something happen, you know? Yeah, that's okay. Such a great point. Okay. So if you're feeling like I have to, first we need to, to break down the languaging of I have to is an obligation and it's something outside of you. And it's very disempowering. If you mm-hmm. feel like, Oh my God, everyone around me has this, I have to do this or, Oh, I feel uncomfortable in my own skin. I have to eat healthy. And maybe that is true. Maybe like legitimately you need to start eating healthy so you can live a longer life to fulfill that, that vibe, that, that perspective of your life. But instead of looking at everything as an obligation of what you have to do, like, even as I'm talking, I'm even going like this with my fist because it's like this mask and I have to do this. I have to do that. Um, being able to create an empowering perspective is change that to I get to. What is it that you get to do in 2020? And it's maybe a perspective you've heard before. Maybe you're hearing it for the first time. But when you start to look at things in your life as what do I have the opportunity to do? Do I have the opportunity to take care of my body like I never have before? Do I have the opportunity to to love my family members without anything, without asking for anything in return? Like that's a big one, right? Yeah. What do I have the opportunity to do in my life right now? Because that instantly takes us from obligation and fearful actions to expansiveness, empowerment, opportunity. Yeah. Opportunity. And the whole thing with resolutions, like, to be honest, I'm so like not a big fan because I feel like to have a resolutions means something has been resolved and there's nothing that's been resolved in one new year's evening. There's just been the decision that you are sick of something. 
But yeah. if there isn't a physical, energetic, like physiological shift along with that, that decision, you know, then it's not going to stick. It's just you deciding that you want something. And that's why most resolutions only last a couple of weeks. There needs to be, it needs to yes. be deeper than that. Yeah. It's be way deeper. And I feel like that's when like transformational work really comes into play is, is being plugged into a community of people, um, being able to have conversations like this. So there is like, I don't want to say accountability, but there need, but kind of like personal accountability, self accountability, Mm -hmm. and really like connecting what these resolutions or intentions for the 2020 year, what that is going to impact, what that's going to do for your life. And yeah. being able to see a life change versus let's see how long I can put up with this diet because I have to. Exactly. Know? And that's a terrible thing to do anyway, because the second you set, you stop putting up with it. Guess what? You're going to put everything back to where it was before because you're not sticking with it. You know, it has to be something that can be sustainable. So a really simple way to get 2020 on the right foot or start 2020 on the right foot is to explore new skills, deepen existing passions, get lost in creativity, and you can do that with Skillshare's online classes. And if you don't know, Skillshare is an online learning community where millions come together and take the next step in their creative journey with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people like me and you and probably Kelsey too on topics including illustration, design, photography, video, freelancing, and more. I personally am taking a couple classes with Skillshare. I love it. The classes I'm taking are Style Your Space, and it's an interior design class. Oh, my God. It's so good so far. Also, Productivity Masterclass, because as a business owner, I can't get enough of that stuff. I need to know better and better ways to run my business. Um, so if you guys are interested and if you want to take advantage of this, especially for the new new year is a great thing to start new habits and get back into old habits. Maybe if you guys want to try it, you can go get two free months of the premium membership. If you go to skillshare.com forward slash vibe in once again, that's skillshare.com forward slash vibe in V I B I N and get two free months of the premium membership. Kelsey A, if you're here, do you have anything to say about Skillshare? (laughs) Yeah, Skillshare is really cool. I really like it so far. I like how you get access to all the different classes for your one membership. So you're not like paying per class, which is really cool. And Skillshare is such an affordable option, especially if you compare it to like pricey in-person classes and workshops. Like let's say you want to learn like floral design. Like you can either go to like this expensive workshop or you can just be on Skillshare. And that's like one of a bunch of different classes you can take. And the annual subscription is less than $10 a month, you guys. So it's a really good value and you get two months free. So go to Skillshare.com forward slash Vibin and you'll get two months free. So you can check out all the different classes and stuff. Yay. I know it was a weird segue, but I I had to talk about it was good. It was a good one. Uh, What (laughs) I I was going to say, my stroke of genius before my like computer freaked out was that I think we think of manifestation as like, oh, I just intend for the thing to happen and then it happens. But the key part that we've been talking about this whole episode is you're an inch, you're Um, integrated in the creation process in your human form. So leaving space for those intuitive nudges is like going to possibly bring you to that intention. So let's say your intention is to make a million dollars. Well, it's probably not just going to be delivered to your mailbox tomorrow, most likely in the next week or month or whenever your nervous system is like ready to receive that brilliant million dollar idea. It's going to come to you in the shower. You're going to be like, oh my God, I got to start this business. And then you get rolling and then that's how the money comes in. So that's just one simple example but like it's so important to leave space for your intuition and I know we did a whole episode 
on this, which is really helpful. Um, and I think it's just funny because people are like, oh, manifesting, manifesting, manifesting. But like, there's so many more parts to it than just I set my intention and then it happens. Yeah. You help to make it happen, but only when you're in alignment. And the other yeah. thing is, New Year's resolutions, quote unquote, or New Year's intentions, as we've said that we prefer that word, New Year's intentions, willpower is not enough, like how we're saying. And I think it's really about setting the intention, questioning the intention, like we said, and then seeing where your resistance is. Because if you didn't have any resistance, it would already be happening. Yes. But it's not happening. So why? What parts of me are in resistance to having this thing come true? Um, what parts of me think this is actually a bad idea? What parts of me um, think this is dangerous for me? Um, really doing the deep dive shadow work to figure out what's holding you back. And I want to give a personal example, and you guys can too, because yesterday I had a session with my friend James, who we also had on the podcast, and he's um, a sage and a guide, and he helps me like always like get through my resistance. And I've been having a lot of like creation like I felt like a blockages like I would create something money's flowing everything's going great it's like skyrocketing and then boom it just like drops off and this has been a pattern in my life so this is how you use the law of attraction guys look for patterns um so the pattern was happening everything's dropping off what the fuck is happening why am I hitting like an abundance cap and then we interviewed the part of me that apparently likes to make it challenging for me to make money because this part of me thinks that if I make money too easily, then I will have too much time to be in my emotions. And that is not how that part of me wants to live my life. So this part of me was energetically sabotaging all my money creations because it's like, if Kelsey gets money too easily, she'll just be in her feelings all the time and she'll just fall apart. That was what this part of me believed. And then we had to show it that actually you're trying to help Kelsey, but you're hurting her because you're blocking her flow of abundance. And you're stopping her from being in her emotions, which is actually the way to be in a state of non-resistance. So it's like well, a double-edged sword. It makes you in your emotions anyway, but for a different exactly. reason. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't save you. In, a, in an emotion of frustration. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it, your resistance will sneak up on you in strange roundabout ways, and you really got to do the soul searching if you want to be a master manifester because people think, oh, it's just easy. Step one, two, three. Now it's going to happen. Uh, not if you have resistance. Yeah. And I want to also say about, you know, you said put in the intention for a million dollars. You can't expect it to show up in your mailbox the next day. Um, absolutely true. I have seen, however, more often than not, when you make that energetic decision that this is my intention, whether it's a million dollars or a hundred dollars to cover a bill, I don't care what it is with any kind of money manifestation in specific it will show up in smaller ways because you've made the decision. So it's not going to all come to you unless you become in alignment and completely, but you'll start noticing money where you didn't notice it before. You'll get rebate checks in the mail. It happens every single time to me. It happens to every single one of my clients. You'll have someone pay for dinner that you didn't expect them to. You'll save money at the grocery store. Like those ways, and you have to be open to all the ways that this gift is coming to you. Otherwise, you will never see it happen. You just won't. So be open to every way that it can happen, and, and, and it will. Discounts, rebates, clash accent suit. Dude, that's my favorite. When clash <laughs> accent suit <laughs> checks show up in the mail right after I've made a decision that I'm going to have more money, dude, it's 
uncanny. I'm like, I did not even know I was a part of this lawsuit. <laughs> Thank you for my $2.65. <laughs> That's so funny. That happened to me once because I used to work for Abercrombie and Fitch and they're always getting like sued. I got that one too. I worked for them for like two days. And this one (laughs) week I was like, I really want to manifest like whatever amount. It was something really specific. I don't know why I was young. So I needed like $160 like exactly for something. And then like later that week, my parents were like, hey, this check came for you in the mail. And it was like literal the exact amount that I needed, like $160 from this class action lawsuit. And I was like, first of all, that's a lot of money for a class action lawsuit. Like $2.00. like how you said, or like $30. Yeah. Wow. This manifesting thing. My dad was like, (laughs) I told him the story. I was like, well, I just intended for this. Oh no. I would love it if she just got to finish the sentence. One sentence. It would be great. (laughs) (laughs) I know what dad has to say. I know we're going to hear what dad has to say, but have you ever had that happen where you just get, you make that intention and then you get a weird like check or gift and you're just like, Oh my gosh, it's almost immediate. Like within the first 24 hours, almost every time, at least the first 48, I run a, um, a money group, a hypnosis money group. And that's my favorite part. I'm like, just watch in the next week, especially in the first week, when it just, when all of the energy is like in the air and it's all exciting and joyful, that's when the really, really cool stuff happens. And I, I always wait for those texts and messages where they're like, oh my God, guess what happened? It's just so fun. Um, but yeah, it does happen that way. But Kelsey is right. Oh, she, she, she'll be back in a second. Kelsey is right that you do need to also be aligned with it. And if you're noticing resistance around that $160 or that, you know, a million dollars or whatever, you need to examine that or you will kind of close off those avenues where it can come to you. And you have to be able to be open to all of the amazing ways that it can come to you, expected and unexpected ways. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. I just admitted her. Kelsey, are you back yet? No. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. It's okay. I think that's one of the biggest things is we expect it not to happen, but it's like, that's just like the natural societal thing picking up. And so it's going against the grain in every possible way to say, no, I believe it can happen just because it can happen. I, I, I see miracles. Absolutely. Every day. That's one of my favorite mantras is, is miracles happen every single day. If I'm willing to look at them, miracles uh-huh. happen every single day. And I, and I say that even the sun rising, and the sun setting can be a miracle. If I choose to look at it that way, you know, Absolutely. yeah. I did my dishes the other day. That's a freaking miracle. <laughs> Some days, man, that's a miracle. They don't stay done for long, but I love looking at that sink and like, look what I did. That's a miracle. But you're right. Yeah, it's all about perception and what you're going to allow yourself to see. Um, oh, one second. I think I, what did I do? Oh, video. Maybe this will work. I don't know. I'm trying to readmit Kelsey to the room. There she is. Are you here? I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Um, what were you going to say? What did your dad say? My dad was just like <laughs> laughing because I'm such a magical person and these things always happen to me. And he just always rolls his eyes like only you could manifest the exact amount that you need in under 24 hours. And I'm like, yeah, that's what it's like. You should be like, magical dad, being. dad, you could do it too. If you just align yourself, you know, he just has so much resistance. So he's yeah. sifting through that as we all are. And some of it's <laughs> generational too. You know, my parents will yeah, never ever sure. be on board at the level that I am, but my kids will probably be on way different wavelength than I am too. So it's just the way the generation things happen, but you have to be, you have to be open. And I think that's the, that's the main key here. Um, So back to 2020 intentions. Yeah. Um, What should we dive into next? Cause I feel like we've covered a lot. You have to question your intentions, question your your intuition, know that willpower is not enough. 
And also with the willpower is being aware that our environment is stronger than our willpower. So set yourself up for success, girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, and your subconscious is stronger. If there's something that's not vibing, (laughs) vibing with your conscious goal or intention, you have 90% of your mind, which is the subconscious saying no to that 10% of willpower. What we're doing right now in this conversation and even my hand signals and all this stuff, this is this is subconscious. My language is subconscious, but the fact that I'm thinking critically and using logic and reasoning is conscious. So what everything you see consciously is 10%, 10% of what you have going on. So if you have like, oh, I'm I feel so much excitement, I feel so much joy, I'm going to do this, if the subconscious has more resistance than motivation, you need to examine that and you need to like, like what we've talked about, turn inward and really, you know, journal around it, meditate, see what, where it's coming from, because you have to get your whole mind on board with this goal or it's just not, it's just not going to happen. It just won't. So yes, willpower 100% is not enough. So anyway, uh, before we get, we get more into that, let's talk about Audible, Kels. Yeah, yeah. Audible is another one of our favorite sponsors. If you guys aren't already on Audible, which I'm sure a lot of you are because it's really popular, um, they're giving our listeners three months for just $6.95 a month, which is more than half off of the regular price. So this is really cool because Audible is essentially an app where you can listen to audiobooks and there's audiobooks on all types of genres, all different types of audiobooks to listen to. Um, one that I really recommend that I'm actually listening to right now is by Deepak Chopra. It's called MetaHuman. It's his new book. It's on Audible as an audiobook. Oh my gosh. Are you guys listening to this book or reading it? I'm going to after you it's mentioned really, it. It's really, really great. So if you're on Audible, listen to it. I highly recommend if you're not on Audible, then what are you doing? What are you waiting for? It's so inexpensive. And I find it's a great way to learn more in a shorter amount of time because like you can't necessarily read while you're driving, but you can listen to an audiobook while you're driving. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like the new thing. Yeah, definitely go check it out. So and yeah, I, audiobooks I are cool. different things when I listen versus reading. Like, yeah. I really like I'm like okay I just read it but now I want someone to read it to me (laughs) right it's my favorite yeah because you want to see and sometimes I'll like listen to a book after I've read it and I'll pick up on things that I my eyes just skimmed over but my ears caught you know it's like it's like a different way of intake so if you guys want to try this out definitely do it right now for limited time you get three months of audible for $6.95 a month um go to actually you can either text vibin to 500-500 or you can go to audible.com slash vibin to get three months for $6.95. That's actually a really, really good price. Yeah. And two more things I want to say about Audible that makes it different from maybe other streaming devices is with Audible, you actually own your books. So you get yes. like a library and you have your actual downloaded audiobook. It's yours. And they have a listening guarantee. So like if you don't like your book and you're whatever, a couple chapters in, you're like, this book sucks. You can actually swap it out for a different book. So you really can't go wrong with Audible. It's great. Um, text Vibe into 500-500 and then they'll send you the link um, or you can just go straight to audible.com forward slash Vibe to get the discount that we've been talking about. Yes. So what else can we cover with these intentions and resolutions? What Kelsey, what do, you, what do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? Um, what do you want people to know from today? Yeah. Not to put so much pressure on yourself. Like there's a level of, these are my goals. These are my intentions. And, and it, it, this, you have to focus on who you want to be 
and then the things you want to do and then the things you want to have. And I've done it so many times where I get mixed up and I do it backwards where my, mm-hmm. my goal and my focus is on what I want to have. You know, I want to make a million before I'm 30. I want to do this. I want to do that. And all these different goals. I, if I put those at the forefront, I'm fucked. Yeah. Because because I'm forgetting about the most important part is no, 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 my goal. And so the invitation I have for everyone listening as well, make your goal be about who you want to be. And then the things you're going to do, because if you prioritize the being part, you know, do you want to be confident, powerful, direct, um, sensitive, uh, loving, genuine, whatever it is, generosity goes so far being generous. Then what things are you going to do with that way of being, Mm -hmm. um, that's a game changer. And then naturally you'll have the things you want to have. Like, and, and it's, it's a reverse way of looking at things, but it works every freaking time. Yes. And I want to do a mini game real quick. So let's all set who we want to be in 2020. Cause I just got goosebumps when you said that. And I can't wait to do this. Kelsey Lowe. What, who do you want to be in 2020? Well, I'll tell you because I put it on my screensaver yesterday. <laughs> I create a personal contract with myself and I put it on there. I mean, you can't really tell, but you can a little bit that I am a confident, expressive, determined leader. So that is like my personal contract my, with myself that I am an expressive, determined and confident leader. That's amazing. Kelsey, are you ready to go? Or do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. I'm just going to like say, I'm not going to write it down yet, but I am in 2020 and beyond, but let's start with 2020. I am an impactful, inspirational hmm, guide. I would say guide. Yeah. I want to guide people. I want to welcome them in and, and help them with what I know. So I think that that sums it up. What I say? Impactful and inspirational. Those are my words. <laughs> yes, you are. And what an easy yeah, way to just, you don't have to worry about these huge goals. Just create a couple keywords and adjectives of how you want to feel. I want to feel impactful for sure. And I definitely want to feel inspirational. Um, Kelsey, what about you? Yeah, for 2020 and just today moving forward, uh, it's my intention to really step into my alignment more than I ever have before. So to be aligned, um, to really embrace my feminine, my natural Mm -hmm. feminine tendencies more instead of to push them away and try and be masculine, which is something I've done a lot in the past. Um, I, I think those two things together are going to help me really step into my power in a new way that I haven't tapped into before. And then I also just want to be the most loving version of myself to myself and to others, mm-hmm. because that's going to open up my heart chakra for anything that I want to create or experience. So that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. How fun. Well, I can't wait till the new year. Do you guys have any crazy new year plans? No, nah, you got to do something crazy. Nothing too crazy, but I'll definitely be spending it with friends. Uh, later yeah. this evening, I'm driving down south um, and going to be hanging out with all my friends. It's Where are you going? Fun. Are you going Ven- to LA? No, Ventura. Like Ventura. Okay, not that far south. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm taking a little detour right before I get super south. <laughs> That's really cool. Wow. Yeah. Kel- Kelsey, what are you doing? Kelsey. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. Honestly, all I care about is dressing up and going out. New Year's is one of my favorite holidays because there's only so many times in the year where it's socially acceptable to dress how I want to dress. So today yeah. you'll notice I'm wearing a flannel if you're watching this on Patreon. Um, but like if I could dress super glamorous and super feminine every single day of my life, I would do that. So this is why I love Kelsey so much because <laughs> I could not want anything less in my whole life. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere ever. Like, I don't even want to go to the grocery store. I'm so like, I just want a book or the TV and I just want to sit in a cozy blanket 
forever. That's all I ever want to do. Oh my God. I'm <laughs> such a hybrid because Lindsay, like there's a part of me that's just like, give me all the soft things, all yes. the things. But then at the same time, I'm like, and all the sequence things like straight up after this <laughs> podcast, I'm going to the mall to buy these high-waisted sequence pants because Amazing. I'm the same way. I'm like, I have like six sequence outfits and they're all from past new years. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, it's that's our time the best to shine. I love time that. to shine literally and mm-hmm. figure. I got my sequence nails ready. I was going to ask you to see those. Those are really, really pretty. I love those. Those are New and Year's I, nails for sure. Yes. And the thing is like, I'll do this all year round. I mean, I'm about to, I'm trying to grow them out to get them off because I'm going to be backpacking. So I'm not going to be getting my nails done. Yep. But being able to have that expression of like, who do I want to be? Like if, if, if you love wearing sequins for New Year's, like you're allowed to wear sequence all year long if it like, legit makes you happy and so like I have to notice the things and that's also like starting to create that relationship with your intuition and your highest mm-hmm. self is what sets me on fire like what lights me up and like sometimes it's really random things and it doesn't have to make sense but if it lights you up lean into yes. it yes lean into it. and real quick I want to invite everyone who's listening to write down as Kelsey Lowe has so amazingly put write down who you want to be Get, get some adjectives going. Get some descriptive words of how, of how you want to be going into 2020. And if you're on the Patreon, let us know what they are because I love seeing stuff like that. Um, how can people find out more about Kelsey Lowe or yeah. work with you? Yeah. Uh, so Instagram, Kelsey Lowe Show. That's where I'm like always hanging out. You can always catch me on Instagram. Every day I got stories on there um, as well. Uh, KelseyLowe.com. And I also have a podcast, Joyfully You. So honestly, you can Google my name and there'll be all kinds of stuff that comes up. Kelsey <laughs> but I'll Lowe. make sure and send you the links if you wanted to add those into the show notes. I'm pretty sure I nabbed him anyway, but I'll ask you if I missed anything. Perfect. Um, Kelsey, closing remarks. Kelsey A. Um, yeah, I'm just wishing everyone a super awesome new year. And if yes. you want help making it the most awesome new year with the most self-love ever, then come to my self-love retreat that I'm hosting in February, which is beginning of the year. Perfect timing. There's still a couple spots left. So if you want to know more about the um, so it's be amazing. Go to um, forward slash repeat um, to apply. Okay, so if anyone missed that, it's kelseyaida.com forward slash retreat. Go check out her retreat coming in February 2020, all about self love, self empowerment, learning to love yourself on the beach in Mexico. And if you want to realign your subconscious mind to reflect your conscious desires, work with me in 2020, you can get on the wait list now. Go to lindsayrobinson.com forward slash apply dash now, or just go to lindsayrobinson.com. You'll find it. I also have $10 audios up in my shop right now until the new year, uh, new year's day, I believe is when it's coming down. So you have a couple more days to go check out my $10 audios. The, uh, The library has been expanded. So there's tons of audios in there to check out to get your mind on the same side as your conscious mind. Um, well, guys, what's uh, what's some advice I guess we could give people because we got a couple minutes left. Love yourself. Yeah, make make a daily <laughs> make a daily to be list. Seriously, make a daily to be list. Like, oh, I love that. It's like I'll have a I'll have like a personal contract that I am a blank 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 leader or woman, but. If you're ever in a funk, just be like, okay, who do I want to be right now? Yes. And how would they handle this situation? Or like, yeah, because even just writing down who you want to be right now can get you out of it. It does that for me every time when I project myself into my best or most excellent self. Oh, it's such a good feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. So fun. That's great. My number one piece of advice would be 
to stop judging yourself and just stop judging everything because that's a really powerful way to just release a whole shit ton of resistance because like if you're feeling shitty and you're not judging yourself for it, you actually don't feel shitty. Plot twist. So plot twist of <laughs> advice for releasing resistance because that's the only thing that's holding you back. It's the only thing. Yeah. I, I love that. If you're not judging yourself for how you're feeling, you wouldn't necessarily be feeling as bad. It's always the judgment, isn't it? Of how we should be feeling or how, how it's unacceptable. Don't shit on yourself. Yes. Don't shit on yourself. Like I always say. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You do always say that. Don't shit on yourself. Yeah, it just, I can't, it just sounds too much like a swear word for me to feel comfortable with, but that's the best part. <laughs> that's the whole point. <laughs> I know, which is why I feel safe in this room. But the second I go downstairs, it's like, I can't say stuff like that because I have kids and, you know, I have to be an adult and mom's stuff. But that's not to say that moms can't swear. They totally can. Anyway, I love you all. Thank you so much, Kelsey Lowe, for joining us. This was so fun. I love that's this right. conversation. And I know it's the beginning of many, many more to come. Kelsey A, love you to pieces. Hope you have a great New Year's wearing all the feminine things all the sequin things for kelsey low i will i don't know what i'm going to be doing but i will let you know if i venture outside of the house you guys have a wonderful holiday wonderful new year and we'll see you in 2020 this is so cool bye guys bye thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of high vibing it be sure to join Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida for another great program next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to have you join us again soon.